Hello and welcome to FGC Philosophy. I'm your host, The Philosopher, and this is where we focus on leveling up inside and outside the virtual arena. We do that by talking about topics and having guests in the show that I think are important and need a little bit more of a spotlight. Today's guest is a streamer, commentator, a member of Gabality and CGL Valkyries. Hopefully I said that right. Um, yes. I have on the show, Hannah, welcome. Hi, thank you for inviting me, Philosopher. I'm really happy to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so a little bit of backstory. We actually met this weekend over Yomacon. We got to commentate together for uh, Mortal Kombat. We did Mortal Kombat Top 8 together, which was crazy. We had Sonic Fox in that bracket. So that was uh, really exciting for me. Uh, you seemed very excited about it as well. Uh, but that we, we had a little bit of a conversation beforehand to get to know each other, which was good because it was better than just, hey, let's sit down, let's commentate, didn't even get yeah. to know each other. Uh, okay. So I, I want to kind of backtrack to learn a little bit more about how you got involved in the FGC. So I feel like for fighting games for me, I mean, when uh, I feel like for Mortal Kombat, especially because I'm mainly involved in that game and I do play Tekken. Um, I haven't played Street Fighter in a couple years, so I'm probably a little rusty. Um, I do like the older ones, though, of course, but with Mortal Kombat, it probably started when I was probably like everyone else, like a kid. Um, I was playing on a Super Nintendo with my brother and sometimes my dad, because uh, it was my dad's at the time. And we would just play Mortal Kombat 2 all day, all the time on days we don't have school or if we're waiting for my dad to come home, unlock the door. Uh, we'd go into like the finished basement where like my dad had built this uh, bar for the apartment and we would play on like this super tiny like TV. And uh, my brother would play Scorpion. I would either pick like Melina or Reptile and we would just go at it. Um, players that my dad liked, just in case if anyone's curious, um, Raiden and Baraka, sometimes Shang Tsung, um, but Raiden and Baraka were his favorites. And Baraka used to scare me so bad. I'm like, why are you picking him? Just because his teeth and like animations used to really freak me out. But I feel like it started, if I had to give like an age estimate, maybe like six or seven, nope. just playing, not doing, not knowing like a whole lot about like mechanics or the game, or I didn't really even understand the lore. Like I just knew like the characters and really I liked Melina cause she was pink. That's it. That's um, but yeah, but I've played, uh, let me see, I'm trying to think, I don't know. I kind of fell out of Mortal Kombat, I guess for a couple years because Tekken was such a huge favorite of mine um especially with tekken tag tournament that was the first tekken game i ever played um i didn't really care for the other ones i mean i have went back and played them uh at some point i'm sure but tekken 4 and tekken 5 and of course i didn't play 6 but 7 is like of course where we're at now um but with commentating mortal Kombat and being involved in the fgc it all kind of started really when i was on twitch um and i actually just started streaming this past june and my first stream, I streamed for like four or five hours. And I was really doing story mode on easy. And um, it kind of just caught on from there. And from not really playing, I've went, to make it clear, I have went back and played the other Mortal Kombat games, but I really wanted seven, or not seven, I'm sorry, thinking of Tekken, uh, Mortal Kombat 11. The main reason why I bought it was because I used to be obsessed with the Mortal Kombat film, uh, especially Shang Tsung's character because I thought it was so cool, so evil. I loved him. And the fact that they had the original actor in this game, um, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to main Shang Tsung. Like, I'm going to play him all the time, which is funny because I'm actually a Kung Lao main. But, um, but I bought <laughs> this game and I played story mode and I thought it was like the coolest thing. And then Titanium Tigers, like I met him through my streams and Super J, he's a huge 
huge supporter and uh his 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 first name's brian but he goes by lock jim you can usually find him in like honeybee stream or you can find him in beyond toxin stream like he's very very involved in the fgc um as like a player and just a lover of mortal kombat and he was like hey there's this all women's player group called babality you know you should check them out they're on twitch and i checked out their channel and i know that lumia and manushka b uh they're the two founders i found them on twitter and i followed them right away well then i emailed them because that's how you get in you have to email them and kind of talk a little bit about yourself i did that and then like the next day uh jen lumia she messaged me back and she's like oh yeah like here i'll send you an invite to the discord and you know, come hang out in our stream chat. And I didn't know a whole lot about Twitch or like how to really work it. But um, I didn't get to play the first time that I joined, but I played, I think, the next week. And then the more and more that I was part of this community and talking and competing and all this stuff, um, I've become like, I don't know, these, these girls, this community have become like a huge family to me. And Infinity, uh, when I spoke to her at Yumicon, she said the exact same thing. She's like, you know, when you're traveling and you're competing and you know, you, even if you're commentating, she's like, you see a lot of the same players that are popular, like either on Twitch or just competing in general. She's like, you see these people all the time. So it's like a little mini family reunion, um, which touched my heart a lot because um, I like the idea of having like... I don't know because I don't compete a whole lot. If I do, it's for CGL Valkyries. I actually made top top sixteen players um, in CGL Valkyries with Infinity, with Saki Sakura, with um, ah. There's a couple other players too. TNV, like all these other girls were part of this, and the fact that I made top sixteen somehow, somewhere. The FGC gods were like, we're going to bless you today. Um, but uh, that happened, and I competed, and I streamed. Oh, no, I didn't stream Valkyries. It was Combat Console. Console, Console. Combat Console? Yeah. It was for that. Um, I did stream that part. But I also competed a little bit in that. Um, and it's funny because when girls are like, oh, like, Hannah, are you going to compete? And I'm like, no. They're like, yeah, you are. So they, like, <laughs> send me the link, and I sign up, and we go from there. But um, I don't know. I feel like. I feel like if you would have told seven-year-old Hannah, like, you're going to be a Twitch streamer, you're going to do this, this is going to be a good hobby, and you're going to be invited to go to Yumicon, Detroit, Michigan, to, to commentate um, a Mortal Kombat Top 8 tournament, I <laughs> probably wouldn't know what you're talking about or even believe you. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's just, like, I feel like it's one of those i feel like it's just been kind of like building up i guess like with twitch streaming i didn't think i would get this far i guess i mean i don't have a whole lot of views i have a good amount of followers i have a little bit over 50 subscribers so that says something um but it's it's just so unreal like i find myself beside myself sometimes um, just from knowing like these excellent players, because my brother is my biggest competitor, honestly. Uh, my brother always beats me in every game, no matter it's fighting game, racing game, shooting game. Like my brother beats me every single time. Um, well, now that I fight with some very inspiring female players, not only in Vivality, but Valkyries and even just online in general, um, I can like win against my brother now, which is like kind of cool. Because um, I was never really able to do that for a while. And I do have an MK machine behind me. I actually beat him on that a couple times because when i was a kid nice. like there's no way i was always player two like never beating my brother like ever so but yeah he uh 
he's super proud of me and I appreciate everyone's support and my parents' support, but my brother's support means like so much to me because fighting games, like I would compete with him. Like he was my competitor um, all day, every day. And um, I guess that's kind of how it started. Just kind of like building up and just playing other games. And I do love Tekken. I don't commentate for them. Uh, I want to take it a little bit seriously, uh, but Mortal Kombat, I think is probably number one for me. I think Tekken mm -hmm. would be number two. And then number three, I don't know, because I haven't played all the new gen fighting games. Yeah. Um, I did hear Skullgirls was really good, though. I hear I see that a lot of play Skullgirls do that. So it's it's I guess, a really good game. It's hard, but it's good. Yeah. So that's kind of where I got involved, not only in fighting games as a kid. Um, I did play three a little bit. I did go back and play the first one when I was a kid because my dad wanted to show me like this is where the other characters came from because Sonya and Kano weren't in two. And I'm like, who are the people that look like this when they're like hanging up? Like, I don't know where that came from. And then I played oh, the first yeah. game and I kind of understood. Huh. Um, three was interesting because, I mean, my grandma had it for whatever reason. I don't know why. Um, playing it on the Sega Genesis and... Um, I don't know. It was the first game where you had like the run button, you had combos and all this stuff. I didn't get it. Um, of course, now I play it because it's on my machine. Um, but yeah, I think for a while when I dropped out of playing Mortal Kombat, I guess because my brother had the Xbox and PlayStation, I had a GameCube. So if I did play fighting games, it was Smash Brothers, which I still love today. Mm -hmm. have not played the new one. Um, oh, I don't think good. I'll compete in Smash Bros, but I have loved Smash Bros, especially Melee. Melee is my absolute favorite. Um, so I have a little bit of experience with the more like uh, mainstream fighting games. Street Fighter, I really only play if it's the second one. I haven't really played five. I don't know a whole lot about it at all. Mm -hmm. um, I do think it's a little silly that Blanca was not in it in the beginning. I feel like he should have been <laughs> on the roster like day one. But I do like th that Poison's in it too. I think Poison would probably be like my main because she's from Final Fight originally from the same developer. So yeah, that's yeah. basically how I got started. Twitch really kind of blew up for me. Um, and everything and playing Mortal Kombat and not even really like playing a whole lot like online it's more like doing towers and like grinding but um now it's the Quan Chi season now I do want to play Combat League because I want that Citrion skin I don't know how I'm gonna get it but I want it and the Baraka skin the Baraka skin I want them all probably like the first tier when you play it um but yeah so Twitch kind of really blew it up for me um but I've played fighting games pretty much since I was a kid. Not competing, though. I didn't start competing really until um, this past summer, really, is when it started. And okay. I didn't really think I would compete at all, but um, everyone's super inspiring and empowering and very uh, encouraging and supportive. So even if you're not good, um, and even if like you don't know how to find tournaments, Smash GG is a good website. Combat mm -hmm. League is like perfect. It's basically like tournament format, but it's not brackets is first to two which i thought was kind of cool yeah I, I don't know if this is you i talked to about this because that weekend is kind of hazy at this point but um mm -hmm. i remember uh, basically along the lines of what you're talking about with if you're not good you know going to tournaments and essentially what the, the topic was is is kind of in my opinion and you can elaborate on this but from my point of view if you want to compete but you think that you're not good enough not going to a tournament is not how you rectify that issue going to a tournament and getting bodied and playing with people and having casuals is how you uh, rectify that issue um, so i want to yes. know what your thoughts are on that one 
I can agree with that. Um, what Scar is unseen, I played against her online, and uh, she she's like, "Do you want some games?" And she's like my favorite player. Like I love Scar is unseen, um, and she was known as Miley Cyrax when she was competing for MKX because <laughs> she used Cyrax Sector. Any of the androids, which I didn't notice this until uh, like a couple months ago, she only plays robots. That's a so, great name. I love it. Miley Cyrax. I thought it was so cool. And I played against, uh, I used my Kung Lao against her Cabal at the time. And then she switched to Frost. I still stay with Cabal because, or not, uh, stay with Kung Lao because I know him the most, not Cabal. Um, what, which I am practicing a little bit with Cabal, but I want to focus on Citrion. But anyways, so she told me that if you want to get good, play against good and better players. That's how you learn. And, um, Going to tournaments, going to locals, even if it's just something online, even if it's like a small tournament or even like joining a lobby in like a cough, like having that type of practice. And the thing with fighting games is that you have to really put in the time. You have to put in the time to learn your character, the combos, the pokes even, um, even frame data, which personally for me as a competitor is sad because I'm still like, kind of learning it i have the gist of it um i am looking at more like combat academy to kind of help with me i know uh, a lot of competitors in the beginning like that are very uh, amateur like myself um usually use that website for it like a refresher um, or just to learn something new but i i 100 agree with that statement cool something else i want to understand a little bit more because uh, you talked about bay baladine you talked about uh, cgl valkyries and uh I guess I want to know a little bit more about like the the benefits because obviously I'm a guy I don't really quite know that I have my own groups that I participate yeah. in but as a, as a female I want to know you know what is the benefit of having like an all female group and you know what what are some like I guess insight that you can share with me with Babality it's this hmm because I've only joined Babality for a couple months it's this safe environment for female players only whether you're casual whether you only like the lore whether you only like the artwork or how the game looks or even if you do competitive um everyone is super supportive and as a female as a video game player who's not a boy um it's nice because i mean i feel like I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Here's how I put it. So Babality is more like the learning aspect. It's more of the um, experience benefit that you get from it. With mm -hmm. CGL Valkyries, that's the competitive side. Which, here's the thing. With both environments, with CGL Valkyries and Babality, they're, they're both very supportive. They're both very encouraging, very inspiring, very empowering. Um fierce players on both ends because a lot of us when uh valkyries started i mean they're hand in hand with babality um so me and saki sakura tv she's my co-streamer and she's a huge competitor um for mortal Kombat. she's definitely killing it with her jade she's absolutely insane um same with infinity same with romanova we're all from not only babality but we're also part of valkyries too so it kind of like goes hand in hand you could say, um, but there's tons of benefits. Just if you, I don't know, say if you're in that situation where 
you feel like you're not good enough or you feel like you're not valued or if you have this personal issue and you need someone to talk to, um, especially if it's like a female, it's like a sorority. It's like a group of sisters. Like we're here for you. Like we love you. And, you know, if you feel like something or someone's tearing you down, like you can come to us and, you know, we'll, we'll figure it out together. Like it's all cool. And uh, it's just this big support group on either side. Um, I interact more with Babality just because that's where the majority of us are. Now, Tex, uh, Tex Decimal CGL, she is the one who created Valkyries. And she's also in Babality. So all of us just like talk together. It's, I talk to these ladies every single day, um, whether it's a Twitter chat, whether it's on Twitter in general, or just uh, in the Discord. Like we, we all talk to each other and we're constantly growing. Um, which is really cool too. And the, one of the last times I commentated, not this last time for the vintage cough, we did MKX for like a vintage mm. thing. Everyone wanted Melina. So that's why we did it. We miss <laughs> our queen Melina. And uh, the one before that, I believe I was on the anniversary of Babality when it was created. I mean, Babality for Lumia and Manushka B, it's been six months in the process, but a year of actually doing mm. it. Um, which is really cool. So this year and a half passion project for Lumia, um, honestly, without these girls or even her and Manushka giving me these opportunities, even text with uh, CGL Valkyries, because I originally wasn't going to compete. I wasn't going to do anything like that. And for me as a competitor, I'm not even that great. I'm really not. Um, I do try my hardest. I do lab the majority of the time when I do have the time. Um and I want to be able to take that a little bit more seriously, plus with commentating. But without these women, like, a lot of us would not be here. And same for the gay and the transgender community, because we do have a lot of girls who are part of that. And sometimes they need a support group, too. Like, we're all sisters. Like, we're all here for the same reason. Um, so those are, like, the main benefits that kind of gives you an idea. It just gives us, like, a safe place to be in. And we're all supportive of each other. For sure. I'm going to try to, I guess explain it from my point of view and then you can kind of poke holes and where I might be wrong because uh, one, I think that it's really important to have this sort of thing. Um, and I, I've had a conversation with a few people and um, while I'm, I'm forced, I wouldn't call it a support group per se, um, but you know, a group of people that are, are similar in some way, like I'm a, a minority. And so as such, like there's definitely situations that I've had where I have to have conversations with people of my own kind. It doesn't mean that I, I dislike anybody else or anything like right. that, but sometimes there's only situations that a person just like me can relate to. And, yes. uh, I, I think that's a beautiful thing because then you can all kind of grow together and then go back out into a, a bigger community of, you know, the FGC, for example, and be uh, stronger because of it. Um, whereas a lot of people I think have this misconception that, you know, it's, you know, we're pushing towards equality. They shouldn't want to do this sort of thing. And, um, mm, just maybe for one reason that. or another, don't really understand it. And I had this conversation actually today in university esports, cause they were talking about an all girl team and some people weren't against, were against it. And I'm right. like, who's it hurting? You know, they can still do, they can still compete with whatever. It's not really hurting anybody. And exactly. so, uh, you know, but I, again, I'm not. I don't like to assume anyone's situation if, that I can't right. relate to. So it's, you know, I, I want to try to understand it, but also help other people understand it as well that might be against it or maybe on the fence or just don't understand it and don't know why it's even a big deal. And uh, yeah. I will say sometimes, again, from my point of view, you, you deal with people who don't know your situation or are judgmental or just make you feel uncomfortable. Even if they're not trying to, you still feel uncomfortable. It's not fun to be around that all the time. You want to be around people who make you feel comfortable, who encourage you, who understand your situation. 
I 100% agree with that. Now, so I remember when Valkyries was first announced and Tex Decimal has worked so hard on this project. She's put her time, her life, her blood, sweat, and tears in it. And I, I can see a gentleman's point of view but the thing is, is that with Valkyries, not even separate from Babality, because Babality, that's more of like the learning experience. With CGL Valkyries, it's more competitive. Um, so with that being said, it's more of, hmm, it's more of creating like this environment for girls who want to compete, not even learn, just compete and get that experience and you know, have a resource of where, you know, here's this link to this tournament. Here's when we're starting this. Here's who you're fighting against. Here's how you can grow and all this stuff. With a female competitor going to like EVO or Combo Breaker or CEO, because I know those are the big three, or even something like Yumicon, like you want to be able to feel comfortable around everyone. And I know there's some women who which i don't know i haven't really witnessed this yet i have gone to a couple twitter fights i will say um which <laughs> i apologize happen. i'm not super like uh feminist i mean i'm not super like uh how can i explain i'm not a man hating person i hmm. think video games are for everyone all ages gender neutral uh man female like it, I, I don't care it doesn't matter to me um but I feel like with, I'm not a man-hating feminist, but I am for feminism. And I believe that there are still some gentlemen players who believe men are better than women. And I don't necessarily think that is because you look at someone like Infinity. Infinity is like the perfect example because she's playing with the big boys. Like she's playing and she's fighting and... She always has such a positive attitude, and I believe that's what CGL Valkyries wants all their female players to feel like. It's basically just creating this environment where, as a competitor, as a female competitor, um, whether you're uh, experienced or not, which I'm not an experienced competitor, like I, I compete as much as I can when I have the time. Um, but it's for it's to make sure that you're comfortable, basically, whether it's online, whether it's in person um, or just a really big event. It helps with that sense. Um, and the fact that it's female only just helps a little bit more mm -hmm. just because it's like. It's just finding that common ground in that relation, because if I go up to like a male competitor or a male player and I say, hey, like this dude completely like was sexist toward me towards me and said all this stuff and says I only like Barbies and all this stuff. If I say that mm -hmm. to like, it's kind of a bad example, but if I say that to like a male competitor, they're not going to be like, oh, well, it doesn't affect me. So why do I care? Right, I'm not right, saying right. that for everyone because there is a lot of uh, men that are players that maybe not say out loud they like they are feminists but they're not like i don't know I, it's so hard to explain there's men who support all women like with competing playing video games like mm -hmm. no matter what and some of them will stick up for you um that has not happened to me just yet um where i've been discriminated or anything but um i have gotten to a couple twitter debates 
and just trying to have people understand that it's not that we're discriminating against another gender. It's just that we're trying to make sure that these female competitors who want to take it seriously, who want to travel, who, you know, they want like this group or they want this experience. We just want to make sure that they themselves don't only have the confidence, but we can give them the confidence. We can encourage them. We can help them. We can um, have them grow not only as a fighter, but as a player and as a person. Yeah. Kind of to that note, because like this topic is so, it's so complex in my opinion, if you really dig into it, um, like to your point, say you did have a terrible example or a, a terrible experience with somebody and that person that terrible person was like your first interaction with the FGC. Well, mm-hmm. if you didn't have something like Babality or CGL uh, Valkyries or, you know, groups that I'm a part of that I, I, I've been a part of, um, it, you might be more inclined to just leave the scene, you know, exactly. and, and never come back to it and then realize that there are actually good people. So I think having these sort of um, these groups uh, that are, you know, more specific towards a certain kind of person, um, not discriminating, but just supporting that specific kind of person that can relate to it. It's like, okay, well, not all people are in this community are bad. You know, it's, it may have been that specific person, give them time to kind of readjust, get their confidence back. Um, because on the other side, it, it's it's fascinating because I find myself, I try to be a neutralist and like, I like to understand situations before I really jump one way or the other. And there's, there's people who, um, will act a certain way regard like they basically don't discriminate against anybody like they talk smack they'll talk smack to anybody regardless of their race or their gender or their religion but right. that person that they're in that one individual might not realize that and think it's targeted towards them and then That's realize true. like think that oh this whole group of people is completely bad and um on one side you could say that you could argue that that group of people or that one individual from that group doesn't have tact and doesn't have individual respect Mm-hmm. But then you could also argue that that person is treating people equally, just in a, a very untactful way. <laughs> and so yes. it's like, uh, but people react, have that gut reaction, and then they they, it's you know, someone has a negative experience, they're going to react negatively, and then that argument or that disagreement it just kind of builds from there, and then you know, it's there's no there's never a conversation, and that, that kind of stuff is unfortunate to me because I think that a lot of disagreements can be worked out. Um, I think sometimes it's just a matter of separating, but I, I did want to like. Uh, I think it's an important topic to talk about that I've tried to talk to with different people. Like I remember talking to, uh, I think shortly James Chen about like Asians and how they're viewed in America mm. and how, how, how they interact and like his frustration with that. Um, Cause there's a lot of stereotypes with that as well. So I, I definitely, I definitely cannot relate to the experiences that you've had and it sounds like they've all been good so far. Um, yeah, but I, I can definitely believe that, you know, that negative things happen. And of, of course, genders, people will react differently to different genders, whether they realize it or not. Um, and uh, I, I don't have the answer for that per se, but I, I do think <laughs> that, you know, for me, I think understanding somebody on an individual basis rather than, you know, trying to blanket treat everybody the same way isn't, right. isn't the best way to go about it. Um, yes. But I also know it can be challenging for someone who may not be part of the FGC to be exposed to a certain kind of type of personality Later. because there's certain like certain <laughs> cities and certain states have a different like culture altogether. And if you go from like one state yes. to another state, it can be a culture shock. And and sometimes people like the loudest voices usually are the ones that are most uh, affected, effective, I guess, you know, whether that's a positive loud voice or a negative loud voice, usually it's, you know, it, it tends to be more negative, but you have loud people like Tasty Steve who just loves the game and, and loves everybody in it. As far as I've, I'm aware at least. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's such a, it's such a hard topic, but you know, I really, I do appreciate your your insight on this from your point of view because I think it's something that we have to continue to have a conversation about. Um, oh yeah, just as a community. It's a very, 
it's very controversial and it's very because you have someone like myself where I'm very new to the FGC even though as a kid like I've played video games like I've loved fighting games for a very long time but it's this community that I was it's like finding the lost city of Atlantis like you don't you didn't know it existed until you found it or it until it found you <laughs> and I I eventually asked someone like what does FGC mean they're like fighting game community I'm like oh whoop duh so but I'm just such a newbie because just the world of entering a tournament or getting out of one or signing up for one online or even just like the whole competitive world is way different than just sitting here and playing Mortal Kombat and like enjoying the game like it's it's so different and someone once told me that if you're going to be a competitor you have to how did he say it he said if you want to compete in like mortal Kombat, he's like you have to look at it as a job you can't look at it like it's fun and he's like you can't let your emotions get in a way you can't be happy when you play it's i feel like it kind of depends on the person for that um but with this game it's like it's brought so like the fgc as i said earlier it's like a big family reunion or it's just a big family in general this game just the pure common ground that you like this game and just know so much about it or if you have the same couple of roster players that you like and it's i guess my point is that they've brought so many people together so the fact that the fgc is so huge and i've missed it like i've been living <laughs> under a rock um it's so cool that i went to honestly having zero friends on PSN to having like maybe 14 or 15 and those 14 or 15 or even like the 50 or 60 people in Babality, like it's insane. And the fact that I'm now part of this community, it's like an honor. It's like, I've, it's, I don't know. I don't know what I did or how I got here, but I'm happy. Like, regardless, like, it's like having, I don't know. It's like having brothers and sisters that you didn't know that you even had. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of on on that note, uh, I want to dig a little bit into, you know, how, how you did get to where you did. So I I know you said you don't know, but uh, (laughs) I've noticed a lot of people want to get places. And uh, I think this is a good, a good opportunity for maybe some, I don't really have a large female listening base right now, but hopefully that'll Mm -hmm. change in the future. But if, you know, whether it be a guy or a girl, you know, in in your situation, you know, what do you think you did to get to where you are? Like, I I know you're probably going to say, you know, there's people higher than you, but you are where you are. (laughs) You you know, you commentated right next to me and you did just as good as me, if not better. So I I think (laughs) that you, in my opinion, have the ability to, to share advice. You know, everyone has a starting place in, in, you're not at ground zero right now. So what do you think you did to get to where you, you are? And what kind of advice can you give to people who, who want to be where you are? Um, hmm. I guess, I guess the only thing that I can compare that to would be streaming on Twitch. I'm going to use Twitch as like a pretty big example because that's not only how I got into the FGC, but how I discovered it as well. It's just really staying consistent, being yourself, being as genuine and honest as you possibly can. Um, 
If you feel alone in the FGC or if you want more gamer-like friends, whether they're in person or if they're online, go to your locals, go to online tournaments, like talk to people, join a community. Because um, honestly, and I give Babality so much credit because if Lumi, Lumia didn't give me the opportunity to commentate, I don't know where I would be. Because it was like, it was between me and Saki Sakura TV. And I told Lumi, like, you know, like, I don't know if I want to do this. Like, I don't know a whole lot about the game. Like, I know about the lore and, like, you know, the homages and the references. Like, I know everything about that and, like, the timeline. Even though with MKX, like, I didn't play it as much. But I know the lore. Like, I know the story. Like, I know the characters and whatever else. And she's like oh like you'll be fine you'll be good so she's like just try it she's like even if you feel like you didn't do a good job she's like you just you know you're just here and you know you're experiencing it see if you like it so saki sakura i told her i said you know you go ahead and commentate first and then maybe next week i'll go because lumi had given us um the opportunity because her and manushka b have been doing it for so long commentating every friday from 8 to 10 um, for MKX, which in Lumi's words was a dead game. So when MK11 came out, it was like perfect because now there's a new Mortal Kombat fighting game. There's all these new players that want to come in and, you know, and play and all these characters and the lore and everything's just so different and so new. And I mean, with personal uh, parts that I won't go into just because it's not for me to say, Lumia had come to our uh we had a, actually a babality meeting and she's like i need help she's like i want more co-hosts i want like i want this to grow more like i want to give you guys uh she said clout but she which i don't <laughs> care for i think it's a silly thing um but she said i want you guys only to get experience but i want you guys to compete i want you to play i want you to grow like i want to be there for you guys like you guys have been there for me and um I think without her and even Manushka B uh, not giving anyone any type of experience, like I, I wouldn't be here. And the fact that Lumi trusted me, she thought I was cool enough. She, she saw something in me and she's like, we're going to do this. And same with Saki, because Saki, uh, she commentates quite a bit. And I know that she has a monthly shrine. I think it's Battle of the Soccer's monthly shrine. She has it like once a month, every so often. But I told her, I said, if you need a commentator, like let me know and I'll commentate with you because her first tournament, she was kind of dry. So she was commentating by herself. I'm like, dude, you could have texted me. Like I'm right here. Like you could have <laughs> said something. But I commentate with her for her tournament to help her out and everything. And um, I don't know, it's, it's cool because not only do I get to make a connection with my friend, I get to make a connection to the viewers and the competitors and the players and because we're all interacting with each other. It's like this big snowball. Like we're all talking, we're all sharing these uh, this advice and this love for this game and not only just for Mortal Kombat, but for the FGC in general. Um, so I guess just put yourself out there as scary as it seems. Um, go to your locals sign up somewhere online join a community join someone's discord discord is like so awesome when it comes to finding like communities and not even just within the fgc but like uh what would you like shooters or rpgs like just mm -hmm. it, you can find anything on discord my advice is put yourself out there be as authentically you as you possibly can always be honest and stay on everyone's good side like don't 
be mean don't be awful like I don't know like I know some people just have like that type of personality where they're just not likable like try to be likable because the more that people like you and the more that you're genuine and um I don't know I guess like try to be funny I guess I don't know sometimes I'm funny when I don't try to be I don't know it's very weird but (laughs) I think you're funny funny I don't I don't try to be I swear it's just I'm funny when I try not to be that's just how it works out so I just to your point yes be yourself and then you'll probably make people laugh if you if you're good at it or if you're just I'm I'm really awkward but I'm just okay with being awkward honestly Uh, but that that leads (laughs) me to a really good question that I've been thinking about a lot like me me and my fiance drove home and talked about this for like a good two hours um, Mm -hmm. because she's not the kind of personality where she wants to be the center of a so she but this conversation sparked because uh you know she was talking about like not being able to do something like that but she also doesn't want that but what if you come across someone who who does want to either stream or compete or or be a commentator but they're just like man i I can't have all those eyes on me i don't i can't do that kind of thing like what kind of mental gymnastics do you go through because we both talked about this before being nervous like what do you do in your mind before you stream How, how do you get into that mindset so that you you are afraid, but you still do what you have to do. I think it's just keeping up with the consistency. And I feel like, so I think for, I think I'm going to use this as an example, because you said about, you know, people looking at you, like you being on camera, you streaming, you being live, people seeing you in person. And maybe someone doesn't want to feel like that. Maybe they don't want to be seen you can still stream without even having a camera. Like you can just, even if you don't have like a mic, which I'm using Blue Yeti, but you can have something like this and just do that and not even be like on screen, but you can still show your gameplay. Um, Titanium Tigers, he's actually a very good friend of mine and he's a very big competitor. When he streams, he does not have a face cam. Um, And you can still commentate and you can still stream and play and talk and even talk with your viewers as you're playing, but you don't have to be seen if you don't want to. Um, But for the mental gymnastics for me personally, I feel like I have now gotten used to the sound of my my voice the more that I do it. You know, I hate (laughs) my voice in general. (laughs) And uh, I feel like being seen like this, like on camera, like I have like my makeup done, like my hair is done. I'm in a very comfortable hoodie. Like I have a very nice headset on, but it's like, it's the moments where you just kind of say like F it basically like, this is me. This is what I look like. If you don't like it, you can ban someone or you can time them out, whatever. I mean, there's always going to be trolls. There's always going to be that spark of insecurity that you're going to have. But even if you don't want to be seen, even just stream just in the beginning with no face cam and then maybe make it, I don't know, maybe like get comfortable with Twitch first and streaming and working it and all that good stuff. And then, you know, if you feel comfortable, it's up to you. Like when it comes to streaming and you showing your face, there's no rush to it. Everyone is on their own path. Everyone has their own content, their own type of like uh way of being I guess um I feel like in the beginning it wasn't super hard to keep streaming I feel like the hardest honestly with streaming is the consistency with your schedule um which for me personally I'm an extremely tired person Uh, even though I'm more awake at night during the day I'm extremely exhausted and it's probably because I work full-time I'm 24 so I mean with having anxiety medication as well it does help just a little bit as well um So with 
stuff like that. It's just, I don't know, I feel like I'm rambling. Um, (laughs) Just the mental gymnastics that I go to, it's not, the more, it's like a habit. The more you do it, the more comfortable you get. Mm -hmm. And for me personally, as of lately, it's not hard to stream, but in the beginning, it's always, because in the beginning, you think of numbers. Don't think of numbers until you're like Ninja. Don't think of the numbers yet. Have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. Stream as long as you want. I think my longest stream was probably nine and a half hours. And I was playing The Evil Within. You could tell near the end of that stream, (laughs) it was bedtime for Hannah. Like I was very angry at the end of those streams. But just have fun with it. Um, You know, if you're having some insecurities, maybe like cut your hair or change your hair color or... I don't know. Like, you don't have to show your face if you don't want to. Um, But I do think it's good to to just be comfortable with yourself, to make that space bubble. Like, Mm -hmm. because me inside this stream room, which I call the sanctuary, because this is my place of relaxation, how I am here, I have gotten more comfortable being the same out there. So I think it just kind of depends on the person and your insecurity level. That's what I'm going to call it. My insecurity level on Twitch was up to here. Now it's like down to here, just because, hmm. especially with Bay Valley, um, everyone's just super supportive and it gets easier. It gets so much easier. And if you don't want to be seen, you don't want to be seen. Um, but if you do, it's I feel like it's healthy for you. And you don't always have to have a face cam. Like, I don't have to have a face cam, but I do, because how am I going to show off my Mortal Kombat <laughs> arcade machine if no one sees it? Same with Jason. Jason's a new addition, but still, like it's it just kind of depends on the person. It depends on your setup too. Like I have a setup like this for a reason, and usually in my streams I have a back camera, which it's not set up because I used the the camera for my pumpkin carving stream, so there's probably pumpkin all over it. Um, but usually my back camera in my streams also looks at my setup, so it just kind of depends on your personal taste, I think. Hmm. I want to try my best to kind of break that down and share. I ramble a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the same way. So I kind of get that. And uh, so I I want to share some things that I learned along my journey. You can kind of let me know and I'll I'll share an analogy beforehand to kind of go along with what you were talking about. So when you're, when you're talking about the, the, like the awkwardness or getting the consistency down, I I think about learning fighting games to the same extent, because when you first learn fighting games and you're, say you're unfamiliar with fighting games, not like you're, you're, you're coming from like 10 years of Street Fighter franchise to MK. I'm talking about like you're brand new and you're trying to learn how to play this game that is very weird and has weird inputs compared to any other game out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's really awkward. And it's not until you do it a bunch of times over and over again does it start to feel less awkward. It's still kind of awkward and you're still going to make a lot of mistakes as you get to play more experienced people, uh, but it, it gets easier and easier and easier. And so mm-hmm. you start getting combos down, you stop, you know, instead of a, a stutter, maybe you just stumble over your words a couple times, but you keep, you know, you adjust and you move forward this time rather than mm-hmm. letting it lock you up and, and just turtling up and blocking the whole time. Uh, you know, you get, you get more used to that kind of stuff. And I, I think that that's uh, kind of goes along with, your your mindset and uh, we talked mm-hmm. about this during the stream i'm pretty sure but just yeah. you know when when you're thinking about these kind of things uh how do you learn it, it, the practice that i recommend is one of the things that you can practice with this is learning to focus your attention so rather than focusing your attention on uh what you might be thinking that makes you feel uncomfortable or insecure focus more on how you can be the best version of yourself and yes. it, it starts with recognizing 
what you're thinking about that makes you feel uncomfortable? Like, why, why do you not like being on stream? Why do you not like people looking at you? Why do you not like, what, what is the reason? And it kind of varies from person to person. You know, it could be, oh, I just don't like people, you know, it could be your appearance. It could be how you talk. It could be your level of intelligence. It could be your ethnicity or your gender. Um, mm. But you, you start to realize as you pay attention to why you feel insecure that maybe that's not as logical as you thought it was. And maybe mm. that doesn't even really matter. Uh, and I don't want to, again, I don't like assuming, but I think that it's important for the individual to analyze what makes you feel insecure and then learn that you can feel that feeling, but still, you know, being brave doesn't mean that you're not, that you're fearless. Being brave is having that fear and realizing that you don't have to give it attention and, and focusing more on what you can do. You can work on your enunciation. You can work on studying your frame data. You can work mm -hmm. on learning about the chemistry of you and your co-commentator or your stream or how to interact with people. There's resources that you can learn. Um, you know, just like there's tutorials for learning how to do, how to play a character or play a game. There's tutorials mm -hmm. on how to make better eye contact, how to be more charismatic. You know, I, for me personally, I totally reinvented myself. And uh, I had to, I read books. I'm like, what is what is eye contact? Because I didn't understand like how to even make eye contact with another human being, you know, <laughs> how to how to talk with people. And uh, so that's that's what I've noticed for me is it's kind of the awkwardness that that game analogy and then also just, you know, where 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 is your focus? Why is it there? And how can you focus it on what you need to do? I absolutely agree with that. And you summed up all my rambling into that one wonderful explanation. That's exactly it. It's just trying to be comfortable with yourself and trying to get past the insecurities. Because it really, at the end of the day, whether you stutter or say something wrong or say if I have like a pimple or whatever right here, if I have like lipstick all over me, really at the end of the day, no one's going to think about that. It's really just, in a way, it's just really all in your head for the most part it is all in your head mm -hmm. and i think the more you do it the more comfortable you're gonna get it's like riding a bike i agree 100 percent. so on that note you know where the last question of course is you know what do you have going on that people can check out and and what you know what do you want to plug where can where can uh, people find you and the organizations that you are affiliated with yeah so um, definitely CGL Valkyries, 100% uh, Babality. Uh, if I'm not playing or commentating on their stream, I'm always in their chat, no matter what, on Twitch. Um, also, I do have my own Twitch channel. I am going to try to be a little bit more consistent with my schedule. Um, Twitch, it's each... I, it's really weird because there's not really a way to pronounce my username. Um, it is Han Rose Dave. It's basically my entire name. It's just shortened quite a bit, um, which my usernames, it's the exact same as my Twitch, my Instagram, which I'm not super active, but if you want to check it out, you can. Um, my Twitch, I am probably going to start focusing a little bit more on playing Combat League uh, on Mortal Kombat. I'm just trying to unlock as many things as I can. Tekken, I do want to play a lot more. Dead Stranding is coming out this Friday, so I'm hyped for that. And you know what? I might get the upgrade because I need to get like the gold, like the shiny armor. Oh, I just really want it. And plus the fact that Mads Mikkelsen's in it is my favorite actor. I love him. I think he's amazing as Hannibal Lecter. If you haven't seen Polar, it's a fantastic movie. Um, but I'm excited for that. But usually it's, uh, it's usually like Wednesday nights. Friday nights, Saturdays, and Sundays is usually my Twitch schedule, but all updates, I'm constantly on Twitter. Again, Hanros Dave, it's, uh, I'm constantly on there, and not just for Babality, but also, like, for me, like, in general, too. Um, but, yeah, 
that's pretty much it. I don't really have a whole lot of other social media, but Twitch is definitely my biggest. My Twitch and my Twitter are usually um, where you can find all my updates, or if you want to talk to me or hang out, that's fine too. Okay. Where, where can they find those organizations that you're talking about, Babality and CLG Valkyries? Yeah, so Babality can be found on Twitch. They also have a Twitter now at Babality, uh, at Babality FGC. And CGL, which is Console Gaming League, Valkyries, they also, I don't believe they have a Twitch channel yet. I can actually check, just in case. I do not believe that they do yet. But Valkyries, it is more of a tournament um, when it comes up. But if you are accepted into the tournament, um, they will most likely put you in the Discord. And the thing with the, these, with Babality and CGL Valkyries, because it's female only, it's invite only. So if you are a female, um, especially if you're transgender, does not matter. Any female identifying player, if you want to be part of these uh, communities, definitely let us know. Email. Um, I think Lumia has hers. It's on basically all the information. It's on Babality, which again, like I said, Babality and Valkyries are hand in hand. So if you want to be part of Valkyries, all you have to do is get into Babality. Awesome. Well, there you have it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Hopefully you learned a lot from this conversation. I know I sure did. But as always, we're going to have the show notes down below in the description uh, for the, all the links and everything. So make sure you check that out. I'll get those for you guys. But I'm the philosopher. Thank you guys so much. And I will see you all in the next one. Bye, guys. Thank you. Mm-hmm.